Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, yeah. And you don't stop. KM to, 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 to 2 a.m. On the fan. Talking sports. With you. The sports fans, let's get back into it. We've got people on the line now. A couple things to talk about. And I do want to give the Rangers some love, man. I mean, that's a big win in OT. And Keandre Miller late, forcing overtime. And then uh, Adam Fox finishing that one off. I saw a couple Rangers jerseys as I was getting on the train to head to Barclays Center. And people were heading to Madison Square Garden. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Devils fans, call up. You you know, I know they say no one cares about hockey, blah, 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 blah. But when I'm on, call in, and I'll give you the floor to say what you got to say about what you saw and how you feel about your team. That's what we're supposed to do, right? We share the airwaves. Uh, we call in with our thoughts and our questions, and we talk through it. So uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's see who we have on the line now. Let's go to Lynchburg, Virginia, and talk to Chris. I already know how this is going to go. How about them Boston Celtics, Keith? They're good. I give them respect, bro. I, on talking Nets, I was like, tip your cap because Nets fans are mad. They're like, they're just, they're mad at Ben Simmons. They're mad at Kyrie. They're mad at the refs. And I'm like, wait, they did not play two of their best players. They're on the second half of a back to back. They had six guys in double digits, almost seven. They're just a better team than the Nets. They're right next to each other in the standings, but the Celtics are on another level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I'll, going into this game, I was just disappointed because, again, uh, Durant got hurt early in the week and Jalen Brown's out for about a week or two. And I'm like, man, we're not at full strength. And uh, it's always a lot more fun when it's uh, when everybody's at full strength. But I didn't even notice until the end of the game that a crazy stat. The Celtics are now 9-0 and against the Nets in the last nine games. So I'm um, not trying to use that as a measuring stick because obviously but not. No, but count it. That's ownage. Evan tweeted that out, and I quote tweeted it from Talking Nets. I said, owners, the Celtics own the Nets. It's a rivalry. But it's starting to tip in the way of, nah, it's not a rivalry because you can't beat them. They just own you. Yeah, but uh, like I said, I think um, what, what also surprised me, too, from, from your, from, for your Nets was Simmons making all those nice passes, but he, still, it's amazing how he was not shooting the ball. Like It's still like he's traumatized from that game seven against the Hawks because uh, I think there were a couple passes he made or that were like did not need to happen, like take a shot or right. drive. Right, and that's the, that's the thing that people don't understand, bro. I get he was the only player that was plus 10, and he made some good passes. He had 13 assists and 9 rebounds. But there are so many times in the game where he's one-on-one with Luke Cornett. Take him 
to the lane, go to the hole. There's so many times where he's yeah. just always looking to defer, where it's like, at least put the shot up, let us rebound it. And, I mean, they got out-rebounded. And, uh, Luke Burnett is, is, is a goofball. I mean, everyone in Boston loves him, but he's just a goofball. And like you said, uh, Simmons, should, Simmons should have went at him a few times. But what can you do? Um, that being said, I do hope when they – Meet again in February, March in Boston. Everyone's at full strength. It's going to be a lot more entertaining. Of course, obviously, Kyrie's going to get booed beyond belief. But still, it's, these games are a lot better when they're at full strength, to say the very least. Um, one more thing. Uh, uh, I just wanted to – I don't know if you made your picks or not, but for the, for the NFL this weekend. But I think, honestly, I think your Cowboys should win. I think the Vikings win. I think the Niners win. The one that I'm still torn about is Chargers-Jags. I don't know which way you're leaning on that one. And then I think the Bengals will blow out the Ravens and I'm trying to think if I got all of them. Oh, yeah, and Buffalo blows up Miami. So I just wanted to hear what you think about that. Like, you don't have to make a pick, but what do you think about that? Um, I think, um, I mean, I'm on tomorrow for five hours. I think I'm going to have my picks ready to, for tomorrow. But I'm glad you brought up that Chargers game because I was, you know, leaning to towards Doug Peterson. Obviously, he took the uh, Eagles to the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback his first year with Trevor Lawrence. What he's done in, in Duval County is, is remarkable. They were 3-7. and seven. They're a playoff team, but... I saw a video today that the Chargers social media team put out on Twitter, Instagram, and they actually kept receipts all season. Like how Robert Sala of the Jets said they were keeping receipts. No, they actually had the receipts. They had the video clips of every pundit, every talking head, every person that hosts a TV show, radio show, nationally, locally, that said something bad about the Chargers. And then they had a video just printing out all of these quotes. And I'm like, yeah. that's the best hype video I've seen out of all of the teams. Maybe it works. Maybe their team gets hype. Maybe they win, and they have the talent to go beat the yeah, Jaguars. Like, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I think like I said, um, like I said, um, I think it's gonna be a good weekend of football overall. But I feel like um, on paper, the Giants, Vikings, and then that game, I feel like those two can go either way because I feel like those those four teams are pretty evenly matched going up and going into their matchups. So those two, I'm definitely looking forward to. I just. Because the other game should be fine, but I just think there's just uh, it's Skylar Thompson and Tyler Huntley. So you know, I, and I feel like the NFL yeah. has got to be pissed off. <laughs> yeah. We're getting to the playoffs, and you've got backups playing like second string, third string guys that no one really knows in these prime matchups. It just is what it is. It's a rough game, and you added an extra week, and you play Thursday night football. Guys aren't healthy. Yeah, but we'll see what happens, and. Uh... Hey, always good to talk to you, Keith. Probably I'll call you again in uh, February after the next Celtics and Nets matchup, but always good to hear from you, bud, and uh, take care, bud. Thanks for the call, Chris. Appreciate it. Twitter friend, uh, Twitter guy, Twitter friend, you know, he's a Celtics fan, and uh, the Celtics are good. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to act like KD makes a difference, like KD wins the Celtics that game, whatever. Tip your cap. Nets fans, just stop crying so much. It's okay. The Nets are going to be okay during this stretch, but tonight – from what I can see, you know, early, in, and it doesn't matter early in, in basketball games, right? Early on, they they were neck and neck. They kind of hung with each other. But then they bottomed out in the second half, really that fourth quarter. And that's when it matters. That's closing time. That's winning time. And you could just see the difference. You could see a, a better team. I'm not going to say a better coach team. I believe in the coach that the Nets have. But they are just a better team, a more cohesive unit. They can play their backups, and it doesn't matter. They can rest players and it doesn't matter packed house 18,125 that's capacity in Brooklyn at BC Barclays Center had a lot of Nets fans but I will note that there was a good amount of Celtics fans they showed up tonight they showed up to support their team tonight you saw some green in the building they don't take over our building anymore 
But at the end of the game, when Nets fans got quiet, you heard those Let's Go Celtics chants. I could hear them through the radio. I wasn't in there anymore, and I was sick. I was like, oh, nah. <laughs> this can't be life. But it is. The Celtics are 9-0 against the Nets, and uh, that rivalry has tipped in their favor where like they just own the Nets. It's not a, a real rivalry anymore. Let's go to Jimmy in Jersey City on the fan. What's up, Jimmy? What up, Keithy boy? Uh, Keith. Uh, question. Yep. Why do you stick up for Odell? Why do I stick up for Odell? Because I watched that video a couple times and I felt like that was wrong. And when I first saw him tweet about, you know, never in my life have I had something like this happen to me or seen this happen to anyone, I was like, what is he talking about? And then we saw the pictures of him being escorted off of the airplane and I'm like, what, do you have drugs on him? Did he have a weapon on him? And then when you watch the video, did you watch the video, Jimmy? Yep. You got to watch that video closely with the, like, fire department guys or, the, like, uh, the sheriffs or the guys called in. They were trying to advise them to not. The uh, flight crew, they had an issue with Odell. They had a few issues with Odell that just weren't valid. And, and I felt like the airline should be the ones held accountable. People were kind of attacking Odell, saying he's an a-hole and, He's arrogant and all this other stuff. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It seems like he boarded the plane just fine, got to his little private uh, cubicle area. I call it a cubicle, but, you know, like first class, they have like the leg room and the walls. And he was in his area just fine. But there were a couple stewardess that just had an issue with a couple things with him, and that is what escalated it. He was asleep. It was a, the Sunday of well, Thanksgiving I, I, weekend. I say that to you because I listen to all the show. You're the only one who's taking his back. Boomer and Geo today ate him alive. Boomer said he's been over on 500 flights. Never had a problem with any issue any airline. They tell me what to do. I do what they do. But he even called uh, Odell a punk. Goes, what the hell? He, listen, they tell you to put your seatbelt on. You put your seatbelt on. You're laying out in the seat like you're, you're on drugs or you're passed out and they don't know what's wrong with you. Of course, you're going to get picked on. No one's picked on, but they're going to ask you what's wrong with you. Yeah, wow. but, but that's it's one thing for the stewardess who always seem to have a power trip on those flights to say something to you and you don't necessarily move because you might be asleep. It looked like he was asleep. But then when the guys entered the plane yeah, well, that weren't on the on plane, the yeah, he didn't have his seatbelt on, but he was asleep. And the, the guy literally said, hey, like he, he was in a deep sleep. I asked him, did he know where he was, where he's going? He knew he was going from Miami to L.A. But you know he's a he's a hard ass. He's been a yeah, but that's since, not right. That's not him. that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, not I mean, fair. I mean, listen, I mean, listen, he's a target you, because he's a celebrity. I, I'm to talk to you though. You got a great position as a fan. You work at a predominantly white station. I, I don't get why you say another black or another black guy. When he gets that's where I'm like, going with it. No that's what no it looked like because no I've been in that position, guys. Jimmy. Let me hold Jimmy for a second because I need to speak on this. Odo Beckham Jr., the, everybody on that plane knew who he was. Everyone that came in contact with him could identify who he was. Odo Beckham Jr. is not some random guy. Why are they treating that man like that? He's trying to fly home to his wife and his kid. And I heard something about, like, a baby's pants. I wasn't sure if he had his baby with him. I didn't think he had his baby with him. I think it was, like, a Sunday morning, and they said he came straight from the club to the airport. So what? You're allowed to show up to the airport drunk? I've been drunk in the airport 30 times. You're allowed to show up to the airport sleepy, and if he's under the influence of something, so what? He made it through security. He made it onto the plane to his seat. And, yes, you have to follow orders to buckle your seatbelt. Well, wake him up, sir. Sir, wake him up. You know it's Odell Beckham Jr. You're making it more than it needed to be. And when I see somebody like Odell Beckham Jr. get harassed like that, unfortunately, it's too relatable. And, no, I'm not famous, but I am a young black man, and I have been harassed 
on flights doing nothing. I have been searched and double-checked. Why? Because I'm 6'1", 6'2", with dreads. I'm not doing anything. And I've had a ton of things like that happen in my life, in my own apartment complex, or, or showing up to an office. Oh, excuse me, sir, can we see ID? But I'm like, hey, I'm not a threat to you. Odo Beckham Jr. was not a threat to anyone in that situation. And since they knew he was Odo Beckham Jr., they escalated that situation. Would that have happened to Tom Brady? No, Tom Brady would have probably been flying private. Lesson learned for Odell Beckham Jr. He says, I'll be off this flight and, and be flying private. He should have flown private. But I think they tried to make an example out of him. I think that that race was definitely involved. I talked to Odell Beckham Jr. today. You can go to my Twitter. I asked him, what did, what did Buddy say to you to make you so fired up? Like, what did Buddy say to you to get roasted like that? He started cooking that man. And Odell Beckham Jr. said to me eight hours ago, Everything but the N-word. Stupid, ignorant, blase, blase. Well, now I got something to say. And I was just rudely woken up from a good sleep. Now you come here talking about the guy, right? So he just got on the plane. When you get on the plane, say you were partying in the club, and you finally get to the seat so you can go home, you just want to go home. And you just want to pass out. It was a five-hour flight. And please go watch the video. If you think Odell Beckham Jr. is... A punk or whatever. I, I I think that's I think that's a little slanted. I think that people gotta like check themselves a little bit with that. You weren't there, and that's another thing about the internet. We take a video and and everybody's a critic. Everybody has a has a, a take or a stance on it. And I heard people trashing Odell Beckham Jr. on air. I heard people or saw people writing on Twitter. People were repli- replying to me. I was muting the conversation. I don't care what you have to say. That man did nothing wrong. He didn't deserve that treatment. Let me bring Jimmy back in. Yeah, well, Keith. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. But listen, you know, the guy always does that. He tries to bring uh, paper star headlines to his name all the time. Yeah, but he like wasn't looking for attention. He had his hood up. He was trying to sleep on the plane, Jimmy. Yeah, but Keith, you got to put your seatbelt on. Come on. I was just yeah, but, twice, but two weeks ago. Jimmy, the pe- they called in the people, the sheriffs and the fire department, whatever, and these guys are like, what do you want us to do? Because he we- wasn't responsive, Keith. He wasn't responsive. How do they know what's wrong with the guy? You're not responding. It's you Odo Beckham Jr. In. It's Odo Beckham My Jr. He's not a random guy. He's called in for all that stuff. You got to get called in. They don't know what's wrong with him. He's being unresponsive. He heard them. He he knows he was awake. He was just being, like I said again, an ass clown towards them because he wanted, he wanted, he wanted yeah, to call Yeah, that's unfortunate. Jimmy, have a good one, bro. Uh, that's unfortunate. Like, when I hear people name-calling this man, when I hear people uh, attacking his character because of, like, a kicking net or because of his touchdown celebrations, there's a disconnect there for me. I see a young black man on the plane who's got money and influence and fame and is just trying to go home, and they made an example out of him. I don't think that that would have gone that way with some other people. I've been on the plane, passed out. They will wake you up. Sir, sir, excuse me, you need to put your seatbelt on. But they elevated it because it was Odell Beckham Jr., Please watch the video and watch the professionals come in and say, I don't know what you want us to do. We're not taking him off the plane. He doesn't want to get off the plane. So protocol called for them to evacuate everyone. And then it turned into this whole thing where everyone had to get off the plane. And, of course, people are upset. They want to go home. They start saying things to him. And I didn't think that was right. And I don't care, I don't care what anyone on the station has to say or anyone on the Internet has to say. This is my opinion. And this is me sharing my experience and me looking at Odo Beckham Jr., like, I don't think he was in the wrong. I think American Airlines was in the wrong. I think these uh, stewardess just were on a power trip, and we're moving on from that.
Let's go to Jeff in Woodbridge, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Jeff? What's going on, Keith? How you doing, man? Fantastic. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Um, I'm enjoying the show. Been a long time Nets fan, just like yourself. Basically my whole life. A little bit older than you, but um, I'm thinking what would be an unbelievable trade opportunity for the Nets, being that the Hornets aren't going anywhere anytime soon. What do you think about acquiring a guy like Mason Plumley, who would give you a solid 15 and 10 each night, and the Nets desperately need a big man that can rebound the basketball but also score in the interior, and then you could take a guy like Claxton and bring him off the bench for some fresh legs and energy. I don't know. If if they can get him for the low, I guess I'd be down for a Mason Plumlee reunion. The Nets, I just don't want the Nets to go backwards uh, and get a guy they already had. I know he's a different player than he was in 2013, 14, 15 when um, the Nets drafted him and he was here. He could work. I, I've been saying this, you know, watching Claxton shoot his free throws and Ben Simmons is literally afraid to go to the rack because he doesn't want to get fouled and have to shoot free throws. We need a big that can shoot free throws because you can't have either one of them on the floor. They can't close out games. You can't have them on the floor in the fourth quarter. They're a liability. Um, they, Claxton has been playing out of his mind, and I, and I should have shouted him out in this game. Claxton is an all-star right now as far as the votes go, and, and he's been doing it. But... um I don't know. I expect now everything happens for a reason. KD's out for a month. The trade deadline's in less than a month. Sean Marks is going to get on those those phones and, and try and make a deal for his own job and for this team's, like, last year all in. And uh, I, I can't call if, it, if it's going to be Mason Plumley, Jakob Podol, Jason Collins, Kyle Kuzma, uh, or John Collins, excuse me, uh, Jason Collins, a former net. I can't call who it's going to be. I'm not that deep in the trade machine. I just know that they, they could use another piece and really another piece in the paint. You definitely need somebody that can score in the paint that also can shoot free throws, play defense, and rebound. thousand percent. And, you know, you just think about the Eastern Conference and guys that they're going to go against. You know, when you face guys like Embiid and Giannis going up and uh, trying to control those guys on the boards, you need some big bodies in there, and they just don't have that right now. They don't have it. And and you know what? When you lack, you have an opportunity to trade for some guys and try to improve the team. And I feel like this is a year they're all in. I feel like that's coming. I'm glad, uh, you know, Sean Marks is, is kind of on the hot seat, right, after KD requested the trade. And he said he requested a trade because he's looking around like, okay, if I go down, what do we have? What's the plan without me? We know what I bring to the table. We know who I am. But what are you guys doing, like, around me? And now the Nets are tested again like they were last year. It's going to be a month without KD at least. Let's see what happens here. Uh, it could be a blessing in disguise. It could make Sean Marks go wheel and deal and uh, you know bring the right piece in here, and then Kevin Durant comes back refreshed after having a month off, and then they push to the playoffs. Yeah, all for the best. Appreciate your time, Keith. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call, Jeff. 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes. Call me up. We'll talk about things sports-related for the most part. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, yeah. Now we're rocking. Back at it. All along the Western Front. That electric feel on the fan. Your boy KM. Till 2 a.m. Late night sports desk. Let's uh, keep taking calls. And passing the time on a Thursday night. It's almost Friday. Almost Friday. Shout out to the Friday beer guys. Uh, Friday beers guys. I got to actually hit them up. I remember talking to them. Before they hit a milli on Instagram, I was trying to set something up with them and John Boy, but John Boy wasn't really familiar with them, wasn't feeling it at all. And I took the call with them, and they were pumped. They were excited. They're Yankees fans. And uh, they recently hit me up. They noticed I was verified on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, it took a minute, but count it. And they're like, oh, bro, we got to do something. I'm like, yeah, we got to figure it out. I don't know what I'm going to do to collab with Friday Beers, but... They make good content. They make good merch. They've literally made a brand out of nothing. And uh, if you don't know Friday beers, what do you know? All right, let's keep rolling. Uh, got plenty of calls. Tom is up in the Bronx on the fan. What's up, Tom? Hey, what's going on, Key? You're a top-shelf talent. Thank you. Uh, yo, shout-out to Odell Beckham. Uh, keeping his carbon footprint low, flying commercial. Um, I, I don't understand why. Yo, Flying is already, it's crazy. It's a powder keg in there. I mean, and I got a Yankees point too, but I mean, I don't understand why nobody gets the benefit of the doubt anymore. Um, Yeah, bro. You know what? Like, and we're going to talk about this and I'm going to try and, you know, once we get to 12, I'm done with it. And I'm going to try and, you know, um, you know, not take it too far, but, you know, imagine you're Odo Beckham Jr., and I think he was at some games or something, or you know, I don't know exactly what he was doing, but he was in Miami, and these officers come on the plane, and one of the guys literally like knows, like, this is Miami. Like, people are coming out of the club and going to the airport and getting on the plane. The, the guy said he looks fine to me. He's responsive. What do you want us to do? But, like, ultimately, the stewardess would not give it up, and then the captain said, hey, this is a five-hour flight. If she feels like he's whatever, like, 
So they had to, it's just protocol, right? And it's a power trip. I swear, I've been on these flights where, like, you know, if you have your headphones in or you're sleeping and you you don't answer them right away, they're like, put your seatbelt on, sir, sir. Like, like yeah. all right. It's like, so easy to play it out. Like, I mean, you don't know that stewardess had a bad flight just before. Odell walks on. People are whispering. Even if he has his headphones on, people are turning. People are taking pictures. Yeah. Right? I mean, flying. Everybody that knows that's him. And like and like you said, he's just trying to, all right, let me just, you know, book this little flight, put my hoodie up, get on a flight, fly home. I'm not trying to make a scene. I'm not trying to attract any attention to myself. I'm going to pass out as soon as I get to my seat. And then you wake up to officers and people like, like, I don't think they tried hard enough to wake him up. I think they wanted an issue. I think they wanted yeah. to do, like, you never saw a famous person before? Like, he's in fir- right. first class. Like, let this man be. He probably paid $2,000 for the ticket. Like, imagine that. You well, put, you pay. carbon footprint. Shout out to Odell. Shout out to Bitcoin. But uh, other than that, <laughs> Key, I was happy to see you flying the uh, Death Star. It's fun to be a villain there for a while, huh? Hey, some somebody's got to do it. Like I said, you know, uh, <laughs> what did Tony Montana say? You you don't have the courage to be the bad guy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to yeah, point at me. Man. You got to point at me and say he's the yeah, bad he's guy. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, but you know what? Everybody's bugging. Everybody's saying who's playing third. I agree, Donaldson. I I hope for the best. It didn't work out. IKF go go up third base. Put him over there. Kids come up. So be it. You know, you could still book. You know, a hundred wins this season. So. Everybody chill out, talk about football, <laughs> you know? No, I'm with you, bro. I think people are, are sleeping on the Yankees, and I don't know why you would ever sleep on the Yankees, but there are different people there. Uh, Harrison Bader, I'm looking at him right now on, on Yes Network. We got a, a little preview of him in October, um, and I'm not so worried about IKF and Donaldson. They were the story of last year, and that's on Brian Cashman, and he's got to undo that. But I don't think they're going to keep running them out there all season if they're not producing. There's going to be other guys. There's going to be... Uh, injection of young talent. There's going to be some other major league players that might not have made it in other spots in spring training competing. And uh, it's all led by the new Yankee captain, Aaron Judge. There's going to be just a standard of excellence. And I'm not too worried about who's playing left field or or third base. They're going to put the best guys there, and they're going to do what they got to do to improve this team. They didn't put Omar Minaya and, and Brian Sabian together with Brian Cashman this year to settle for Hicks in left field and Josh Donaldson at third. We got to be better than Houston, and I think the Mets fan got so good so quick. I mean, last season Yankees were going to finish in fourth place before there was ever a pitch, and they took Show uh, Show Walter. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was real down. It turned around real quick. The whole city fell in love with baseball again, and uh, good time to be alive. It was still a big brother. So it was fun, man. Last season was awesome. It is better when both teams are good. It isn't good when the Mets are just uh, the Mets. They you know, they can't get out of their own way. They're not winning. And they're they're not doing anything. That's miserable. GQ put out an article and they said the the year baseball returned to New York or something like that or baseball being back in New York it never left. But like when the Mets and the Yankees have this much star power and they're winning this much, you know, it's it's a good time. I can't wait for this season. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, you know what though, um, slap around the little brother a little bit and. Uh, Hopefully, I see you in the bodega sometime this season. If not, I'll talk to you in February. I'll be around. I'm not hard to find at the stadium. I'm really not. <laughs> no, no. First fucking tell me, bro. Cool. I'll see you then. Thanks for the call, Tom. Uh, Connor was able to pull some audio from this Odell Beckham Jr. video, and I-, I think it's important to play for someone listening that's like, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram. I don't know 
what you guys are talking about with this video. And if people are going to call and argue, and uh, if all day, and I didn't listen to the station all day, but I I didn't I wasn't even awake to hear Boomer and Geo. Uh, I caught a little bit of, of Carton name calling Odell Beckham Jr. And I had my own thoughts and takes of it um, on Instagram and on Twitter that took. So I already had in my notes to speak on this. Let's play uh, some of the audio and listen closely. If you if you haven't um, watched the video, just imagine Odell Beckham Jr. like literally in the first seat that's like first class, and it's one of those seats where you have like a wall and you can lay all the way out, and the man was asleep, and the officers or agents, whatever, come on the plane, they check with him, they talk to him, they say he looks fine. Like, please, let's play this audio and see what it sounds like. This is a five-hour flight. Yeah, this is five hours. Then that's up to you guys. Yeah. That's up to you guys. But medically, if he doesn't want us to check him out, I can't And I don't really say anything wrong. He might be tired or have taken a long trip and doesn't want to follow orders. That's a whole other hour. He told her he just came from a club. Yeah. Okay, I get that. He's tired. And he's taking stuff. So the, the medical guy is telling the the captain and the stewardess, okay, if you want to escalate this, that's on you. But I just looked at him. We talked to him. He looks fine. He looks like he was asleep. If you think he's being insubordinate and, like, doesn't want to take orders, because that's, I think that's where they jumped to. I think that's where they wanted it to go. It's Odo Beckham Jr. It's unfortunate. Like, you can't be as famous as Odo Beckham Jr. and fly like the rest of us fly. You can't just go on an app, American Airlines app, and book the the first class, first seat. You're Odo Beckham Jr. You can't even sneak into the airport on a flight and go to sleep because they're going to make a scene and they're going to make something out of it. I don't know if that happens with Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if that happens with Kirk Cousins. I definitely felt some racist energy in that. And if you go look at what people are saying online, this is an example of something that black people can relate to, being messed with, being picked on, for doing really nothing, just a regular thing, falling asleep on a flight. He wasn't aggressive. He wasn't combative. They escalated this whole thing, and that's why he's still talking about it. He went online to defend himself today. So I'll take the rest of the calls on it. But, like, you're you're not going to win. I already have my opinion. You can say whatever you want, but please have some type of facts or something to back it up. Um, We all know how it goes on a flight. We all know the protocol um, on airlines. You have to buckle up. But I think he would have buckled up if they didn't escalate it. If they would have said, hey, can you just have him put his seatbelt on? They they didn't do that. All they were saying was, oh, he was unresponsive. He wasn't wearing pants. There was another part of it where they were saying he wasn't wearing pants. Odell, I think, has, like, leg tattoos. He's been known to wear some short shorts. Shorter than I would ever wear. They're in Miami. I just think this whole thing is crazy. And you know what I also say, folks? It doesn't matter. He wasn't charged with anything. The crime he was charged with was a, a, a crime in the court of public opinion. People that already hated him. People that already probably have some racist negative energy against him. To say he's this, he's that, and name call the guy for falling asleep on a flight before it took off. Anthony is in Fresh Meadows. One of three calls we'll take on Odo Beckham Jr. before I completely move on from this story. Hey, what's going on, Keith? How you doing? Big fan. Um, I agree with all your points to make because I've been on a plane many times and I'm not even been in first class and they only they walk right by me and I don't even have my seatbelt on. So yeah. 
I think that's a load of crap of them saying that, like, if, oh, my God, you don't have your seatbelt on. Like, They hard. made an it's example like, out of him, bro. Right. But what my only pushback was, if there was at any point, he, he didn't even have to buckle the seatbelt. He could have just laid it over his body. They don't even care. They don't care that you buckle it on or not. I have friends that are flight attendants. They don't care. They just, just put it on so they don't get in trouble. So the head of the the, uh, the head of all of them don't see that you let somebody have not a seatbelt on. It's not that if they did, if he never got told to put it on, then I agree with him. But if he was told and he just didn't lay it across his body, then he's at fault for that. You know. But there's no like, there's no video of right, 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 you know right. we only have the video to go off of from the like officer's body cam or whatever. Right, and they definitely exploited him because like I said, I've been on planes many times and I'm white and they walk right by me and they're telling everybody else to put the seatbelt. That's what I'm saying, bro. And it's they like they me and I don't have no seatbelt on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've Ever, I've, so. I've been in first class. I just came from from London and I flew and I, in the like. Maybe it wasn't first class, but it was like plus economy. And I was tired. Like, we're flying seven hours across the ocean. And, uh, you know, my wife is next to me. But she had to tap me a couple times because I'm just like, bro, I'm trying to cut out. Like, I don't want to talk to these people. I really don't. I think, like, my leg was in front of, like, an emergency aisle or something. And, and, like, the chick got fresh with me. Sir, you can't be. I'm like, yo, I'm sleeping. I'm laying down. Like, I don't want smoke with you. You know how much money we pay for these flights? Like, like, give me a break already. Thanks for the call, Anthony. I just think that Odell Beckham Jr. being a young black man with money, power, influence, very recognizable, they didn't treat him like they would have treated anyone else. They made an example out of him, and they took it to the furthest extent. And there's too many times that we see that go wrong for black people. There's too many times that we see people call the cops or escalate small little things where it turns out bad, right? What if Odell did have some drugs on him? You can't get through security. Like, we now I don't even want to do the what ifs. Like you, he was not, he was innocent. He didn't do anything. He didn't bother anyone. And again, none of this matters. He wasn't charged with anything. He dipped off and got on another flight. But I'm seeing all of these people attacking this man. And then I get attacked online too for laughing at the fact that he roasted the dude on the flight who was talking to him. And he basically said to this guy, you can never say anything to me. Get off the plane real quick. You'll be back on in an hour, hour 45. Enjoy the uh, cheese board on the way home. I'm going to be flying private. And that's what all the celebrities have come out to say. Hey, Odell, fly private. There's enough people that take care of you. You shouldn't have to go through that. Ray is out in Brooklyn next up on the fan. Go for it, Ray. Hey, Keith, listen, man. I'm going to implore you to have a mature conversation two ways with me about this, bro. Because I'm black and Puerto Rican and... You know, and I, I get pulled over in these Brooklyn streets all the time, bro. I work for the USPS. I'm a professional. However, you know what I'm saying? I can relate to you, him, and everybody else, but I don't like the fact when our people pull the race card, when they're trying to manufacture something that's not there. Now, you, uh, you know, you, you played the cut. You did exactly what Odell was accusing people of online when he said people could play whatever they want and cut and cut the tape, whatever. That's what you did. You didn't include the part. Where you know where that wasn't my cut. That was something that C Mac okay. cut earlier. All right. All right. No, like I can put you on hold. You can't tell me to hold on. You can't say that I pulled the race card. I'm not pulling the race card. It's obvious. And that little sound bite that we played, C Mac clipped that. That's that's a small sound bite from like an almost four minute video. But I think that was the most important sound bite because you could hear in there that they elevated the matter. To the authorities, the authorities came in and said he's fine. And they still proceeded 
to make everyone get off the plane because that was protocol, right? Oh, we don't feel safe with him flying for five hours in his condition. What condition? He was asleep. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't on any drugs. He was trying to go to sleep for the five hours. Let's bring Ray back in. Go for it, Ray. Listen, Keith, that's pr- that, that's pretty small and rude of you to do that to me. So, but anyway, you could look. You're gonna have the last word. It's your show. However, it doesn't make you right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you didn't. Play- yeah, but we're not. It doesn't matter who's right or wrong. Again, you can be on hold because you haven't made a point or said anything yet. Besides the fact that you're Puerto Rican, black, you live in Brooklyn, you've been pulled over. We're not talking about being pulled over. We're talking about a flight. Um, you you said pulled the race card. I'm not pulling a race card here. You can see it. Now let's bring Ray back in and let's see if Ray has a point to make. Yo, Go for it, Ray. Yo, actually, I already made my point. You have very little influence, but you do have some to a degree, and you're using it irresponsibly. You should not be manufacturing. Uh, I'm not manufacturing anything. I'm giving my opinion. I saw the video just like everyone else, and in my opinion, you're gone. Ray has called up about who knows what and tried to be argumentative, but, like, make a point. If you have an opinion, make your your point. Clearly, he was being treated unfairly. I don't know if that goes down if he's someone else. I've been on many flights. I don't think this was a situation where Odell Beckham Jr. was trying to find, uh, you know, reasons to be a jackass or whatever. Like, I don't think he was looking for attention. I think the man was trying to sleep and fly home. And because he is who he, he is, he was made an example out of. And that's not right. And the parallel is there are a lot of black people that have been in situations doing regular things. Regular, everyday things. Driving a car. Flying somewhere. And because someone else's fear comes in. Because someone else's prejudice comes in. Because someone else's ideas or whatever they have in their mind comes in. Now we're in a situation where it's like... Hey, this now you evacuated the whole plane. This could have been resolved another way. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to take a break. We'll be right back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah. All right. We've got uh, like 10 minutes here. Probably less uh, until I break Switch Studios and then we kind of like start the show over. And, um, I mean, people are calling to talk about Odell Beckham Jr., but, like, the thing is, I'm not going to fight for Odell Beckham Jr. I've spoken on it. Like, I gave you my opinion, which is my opinion, and you're not me, and you might not agree, and that's perfectly fine. But uh, we're not going to spend the whole night talking about it. I I get nothing out of defending Odell Beckham Jr. I just hate that I can relate. I just hate that I see a situation where 
that didn't have to escalate. That didn't have to turn into that. And too many people are pointing the finger at that young man instead of looking at the people that were actually awake and in charge and working. He should sue that airline. He certainly should sue that airline. Glenn is in New Haven on the fan. What's up, Glenn? Hey, Keith. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? All right. I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm not going to be rude like the last time. I just want to have a you know, conversation. Sure. Um, yes, the, the EMTs, the police, they did their job. Um, it was the airlines that forced them. You know, the policy probably were wrong. I'm, I'm thinking they were wrong also. But once he was contacted by the police, he, they told him he has to leave the protocol. He knows he's not going to fly. My thing is, do two wrongs make a right? If he just got up and left, then none of this controversy would have happened. He's, he's, he's in the right, but he's not going to win. There's times when he just can't win in life, correct? Glenn, Glenn, if you hear an officer say he's coherent, he knows where he is, where he's flying to, he's no, no. awake— like these officers literally were defending them in earshot. Like he could he could hear them say, "Hey, all right, well, if you want him on the plane, that's your call." Miami Dade police came in, checked him out, sat there and talked with him, and then they said to him, "Hey, well, if if you don't want to get off this plane, they're gonna evacuate everyone, and you're gonna have to get off." And his response was, "That's fine. If you want to, and and I'm I'm like that too. If you want to inconvenience me, then inconvenience everybody. I haven't done anything here, and if we want to make the whole plane evacuate." Then let's evacuate the whole plane if that's where y'all really want to take it. Okay, I, I don't don't disagree that he the, the, it was the airlines that told him to get on. You know, but he's you know, so you yourself would have stayed on the plane just like he did and let everybody else evacuate, knowing you're not going to fly. You cannot win. Sometimes you can't win, knowing you're so not. So then everybody's got to lose. I don't know if I would have done exactly what he did, I but I understand. I understand what he did because he probably felt. Like he was being made an example of. He probably felt like he was being picked on. He probably felt like he was wrongfully um, being made a scene out of because he's Odell Beckham Jr. I un well, I understand that, but just leaving would not made a scene. Just leaving. I understand the airlines that maybe don't like him, maybe they want him there, but that's between him and the airlines. It's not between the 150 innocent people or the police officers just doing their job. And everybody else is trying well, to go the home. The protocol that they okay. had to the protocol that they had to follow made it so okay. Now everybody's got to get off the plane. But if he left first, they wouldn't have to go off the plane. If he just left. Yeah, but he didn't leave because he was set up and he was trying to fly home and he probably wanted to resolve it so that they could move forward. But you know what? At the end of the day, the flight attendant, the captain, they didn't want to fly five hours and have to deal with them for another five hours. They made an example out of him because they wanted it to get there. And you know what? They but inconvenience I'm, everybody. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying they're right, but I'm saying he's also at fault in this, in this situation because if he just left, none of this would escalate. And also, one more point. When he was arguing with that gentleman, yes, we argue back and forth. People do. I'm a heavyweight guy. People call me different names like that. But why did he have to go? I'm not getting off this plane for this white guy. Why did he have to go? To, why did, did he, he say that? Into it? Yes. In the phone conversation, he's on the phone. He said, I'll never get off this plane for this white guy. Do you want to go back and watch the tape? No, I, I, didn't catch, I didn't catch it. One I didn't catch him say, I'll never get off this plane. He said, I'll never get off for you, like specifically you. And he's like, you got to get off the plane for me, but I would never get off for you. I didn't catch him say this white guy, and uh, I didn't mind the way that he cut him up. Thanks for the call, Glenn. I, I like the pettiness, the roasting, the jokes. It's just part of it, right? If you're going to speak to me in a derogatory way, don't expect me to just bite my tongue. You had some things to say to me. I talked to Odell. Go to my Twitter. He literally said, this guy said everything but the N-word. What does that mean? If somebody is degrading you, disrespecting you, saying everything negative out of their mouth but the N-word, basically he said there was a racist undertone. And so Odell had to check him. I'm me. You're you. You can never talk talk to me. I'm fine with it. And uh, I'm fine with moving on from this story. 
because I'm not Odo Beckham Jr.'s lawyer. I'm not his friend. Uh, I did appreciate him responding to my tweet. And um, it's unfortunate that too many young black men can relate to trying to mind their business, trying to just go about their regular lives. And then someone sees you with your, your hood up or someone sees you and recognizes you and they want to make an example out of you and escalate it. And now we got a problem. So if I got a problem, everybody's got a problem. Everybody off the plane. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.